Welcome to this edition of the Marketing Insights Podcast Series. My name is Nicole Young, and I am the Senior Marketing Manager here at McGraw-Hill. Today, I am excited to be joined once again by authors and educators, Greg Marshall and Mark Johnston, both of Rollins College in Winter Park, Florida. Welcome back to the podcast, Greg and Mark. Hello. Thank you. Yeah. So today's podcast topic is influencer marketing, which is a super hot buzzword right now, especially in social media land. It is the very thing that Kardashians and many others are made of. Greg or Mark, I know you recently addressed this topic on your blog site, but for our listeners, could one of you kindly describe what is meant by the term influencer marketing? Well, actually, the, the phrase itself is self-descriptive because essentially there have developed a, a wide group of people um, that uh, through, for various reasons, perhaps because of their celebrity status, whatever, they have the ability to influence people through their uh, blog posts, through their social media posts. And um, this could uh, oftentimes revolve around a particular brand that they favor or use. And the idea, quite simply, is that um, you have like celebrity uh, mega macro influencers, people like Selena Gomez or um, others, that um, have so many followers that they actually can drive significant uh, amounts of sales all the way down to micro-influencers, which may have a much smaller following, but also um, are able to influence sales. And so the idea here is that um, by these individuals selecting a product or using a product and then posting something about it, they can actually drive um, consumers to various websites and purchase. Wow, well, this has definitely opened up an entire new realm of possibilities and opportunities, but also some questions to consider. Certainly, we've all seen that uh, during this holiday season, I'm sure. From a marketing manager's perspective, what are some things that one should consider when determining if influencer marketing is appropriate for their brand? That is the question of the hour, because we protect our brands the way Fort Knox protects gold. And because we are opening up to others and through several different approaches, remember, this is highly social media driven here, we've got to make sure that what we're about to do is a good fit for our particular brand. So let me give you a couple of thoughts on that. First of all, what is it that we're really trying to do to execute influencer marketing? Well, gee, first we have to identify who the influencers would be. And as we begin to identify potential influencers, if we're not getting a warm and fuzzy feeling that those influencers are going to be well connected to our brand and more about brand in a moment, that would potentially be a red flag because we can't invent influencers. Influencers exist as possibilities. Uh, another thing that we have to be sure that we can do is we then have to be able to market to the influencers. And so if our brand is not a good fit for allowing us to use marketing communication, all the tools at our disposal to be able to, quote, influence the influencers to become important to us, that's going to be a problem. 
Uh, and if we can't get past that step, I'm not sure where we go. Assuming we're able to do those things, to identify and to be able to believe that we can market to the influencers, then we really have to step back and say, once those people actually engage with us on that basis, how well do they fit with our brand promise? A brand promise is something that really is connected to our company's character, and it's just like if two people are together, and forget branding, everybody has their own personal brand. You have a brand, brand you. I have a brand, brand me. If two people are together who seem not really well aligned in terms of those brands, then all of a sudden it creates a little bit of brand confusion. It's kind of like, you know, you're on this, on this program right now with Mark Johnston and myself. I'm Greg Marshall. I mean, if you see Mark and myself as, you know, sort of hideously incompatible, that's probably not great for branding of the book, right? And so we want to make sure before we pull the trigger on utilizing this very powerful tool, especially since once you've let the cat out of the bag, some of what happens happens spontaneously. At the core, we want to make sure that our brand personality, its promise, the things that you would think of when you think about your particular product or services brand are a great fit for the particular influencer or influencers that we've picked out. Absolutely. Well, you mentioned fit and alignment a couple times there. How would you allow the influencer some creative freedom while also maintaining your company's or your product's brand integrity? Well, of course, this is uh, a major concern for a company that chooses to engage in this uh, influencer strategy. The, the challenge, and to build a little bit on what, what Greg said, the challenge, of course, is you walking that fine line between allowing uh, this influencer creative freedom, but also making sure that they understand uh, the brand and the brand promise so that they don't cross lines uh, that, that would be detrimental to the brand. And I think that's really the key. You want the micro-influencer or mega-influencer, you want to give them the freedom to uh, express their own personal opinion, their own ideas, um, and you, you also want them to be consistent with the brand. So the key here is that, um, that all of these influencers are properly vetted before a company reaches out to them, that there is a clear understanding, not only that they're connected to the target market, not only will, they, will, the, will their consumers respond to this, but also look at their history. Do they, um, do they have a history of saying, doing, uh, making appropriate posts or doing appropriate things so that uh, at the end of the day, what they're messaging out in their blog post is consistent with the brand promise. But, but again, this is the fine line that companies follow, making sure that these individuals are properly vetted uh, and that they clearly understand the overall brand promise um, and, are, and quite honestly are willing to accept that brand promise as, as part of the relationship. Absolutely. Fine line for sure between, between sounding sincere and also making sure that they're representing or being on brand. Um, well, as a manager of an influencer marketing campaign, 
How would you keep track of a campaign success? Well, I really connect so well with what Mark just said, and let me build on that a little bit, because metrics, 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 right? Going into this kind of an approach to marketing, when we do feel like it's a little wild west, we're turning loose of a little bit of control, does not absolve us from oversight and metrics. And a couple of thoughts in particular on it. I mean, there's a known term out there, fake influencers, or sometimes they're referred to by uh, other terms uh, that maybe aren't quite as uh, flattering. Um, uh-huh. At least they're non-authentic. And uh-huh. this has to be tracked. This has to be tracked. And it is tractable. Uh, you have to have a professional within your organization who understands social media marketing to the level that they're able to really be able to stay on top of this issue. But there's a lot of research that's taken place in the context of fake influencers that indicate that the, the, the degradation, pardon me, the degradation that happens in authenticity, right? When people, people are smart on, on social, and so the average customer kind of can smell a rat, if you know what I mean. And so I want to always be mindful that we are working at least with the vast majority of of true influencers and that we're not dealing with something that we are unexpectedly dealing with here. Uh, One other thought on this vectored in a little different direction. When you think about what we're really doing, kind of the the process of influence, I mean, you, you start out by reaching. It's a reach issue. We talk about reach and marketing quite a lot but uh, really finding the influencer and then figuring out as much as we can about the appropriateness of the influencer. And, and that's that matching process that both Barkin and myself have talked about. I want to I get a bead on that, and that's a metric and measurement issue before I ever pull the trigger and make a commitment. And then there's some really good metrics you can look at once you've actually engaged them because level of participation, so kind of the action part of it, And so it's tracking, documenting, and then going back and seeing where you're really getting the successes through the channel of influencers. Uh, We need to keep on top of that. Just because we're dealing with an influence marketing process doesn't absolve me or you from taking that metric. And then the classic metric that we're all after in these kinds of things is really on conversion. That's the holy grail, right? because we really want to see what the conversion rate is within that channel. Followers to customers, hopefully customers to advocates. That's a chain that takes place in the non-social media sphere all the time. We have to adapt those metrics into the social strategy so that we're able to look back and see what our acquisition, retention, and loyalty rates are over a strong period of time. Absolutely. Well, this is absolutely fascinating and rapidly evolving stuff that certainly gives marketers and students of marketing a lot to consider. However, I am afraid that that is all we have time for today. Thank you both so much for being with us. To read more about influencer marketing, I invite our listeners to visit your blog site at www.marshall-johnstonmm.com. That's Marshall with two L's and Johnston with a T. Until next time, this is Nicole Young, Greg Marshall, and Mark Johnston signing off. We hope you have a great day, and we'll come back again to listen for another edition of the Marketing Insights Podcast Series.